This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset with myself, Nick Davis, and my good friend, Bob Chang. All right. It's a great uh, Monday evening right now. Uh, I'm in New York, Nick's in California, and we're doing a great podcast online or over the phone. Um, hopefully it doesn't cut out like the previous few episodes, uh, but it, it's a great time. So what have you been up to? You want to bring everybody up to date, Nick? Yeah, sure. It sounds great, Bob. So, I mean, I've been out in California. Um, the last podcast we recorded, I was out in California. Um, it's been fantastic. I'm working the clinic for the VA right now. Extremely rewarding. Um, I know the VA gets a bad rep sometimes because of the weight law, the back weight for everybody and stuff. And it can take a while to get in for appointments, which I'll be honest, it can a little bit. Um, but but once you're in the level of care, um, it's incredible. You know, people come in, they need any kind of assistive device. They need a walker. They need a cane. They don't pay for it. No questions asked. We just fit them right there. And then um, they don't even need a PT appointment. They just walk in. We fit them. They get it. Um, you know, we have our kind of basic scheduling for how long patients are in for, but you know, patients are in there for 30 minutes and they've got multiple problems and they need to be seen for an hour. Totally. We just make it happen. Um, so it's fantastic to be around a lot of great clinicians who give that level of care for their patients. But honestly, I'm just enjoying California. I'm enjoying a lot of the great, beautiful beaches out here. I mean, a lot of amazing people. It's been a good time, Bob. That's great. What's the weather? So the weather right now, we're about like 58, 60 degrees right now. And it's, um, you know, 720, 730 in the evening. Wow. Right now for me, I'm I'm in a seven degree weather. Okay. Yep. I'm outside in my car. Uh, with gloves on, recording this podcast. Dedication. So, well, the, the reason why is because because uh, my, my roommates are all they're all sleeping right now, um, and, and I want to be respectful. But we're here at the podcast. Absolutely. So, Bob, right. today was your first day of class, correct? Yeah, so it was first day back classes. Um, another thing it was also the first day of this thirty day challenge that I'm in for. It's a the one funnel away challenge. I, I mentioned it last week. Uh, today was the first day, and, and I'm super excited for the rest of the coming week or the coming month for the next 30 days. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of a little bit scared because it's going to be a busy month, too. Uh, I think this is what I'm feeling, what you were feeling a few months ago <laughs> when, when you're talking about how, like, you're spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. Um, but I... I I'm going back to that mantra. You can't be busy if you're just doing one thing at a time, right? Absolutely. So today didn't, didn't feel busy at all. So I like it. I like it. Um, so Bob, tell me about what that 30 day challenge. What was today focused on? Yeah, today. Uh, so the first week is mainly um, breaking beliefs. So most of the time when we want to achieve something, either to lose weight, to build a business, uh, to, to get something out of life, we always have we have the knowledge to do it, right? We could go on Google. We could figure out how to lose weight, how to start a business. We can enter into Google, watch some YouTube videos. But the thing that stops most people is the thing that's between your ears. So your mindset, right? If all these negative, negative thoughts holding you back that prevent you from actually taking action. And then even if you do take action, um, and even if you do take action, after a few weeks, 
you might hit a, a piece of resistance that's super hard that just makes you quit in general, right? Um, but, so the challenge today, after like an hour and a half of, of video training, um, the challenge today was was to list down the the false beliefs that you have for yourself. And if you do cho choose so, make it public to the world. Like post a podcast or post a blog post about it or just tell your friends about it. Um, and that's what I did today. I think right before this, like an hour before this, that's what I did. I, I, I did a podcast, a mini podcast on that, just recording a, uh, like a short 10 minute clip. Fantastic. And, and Bob, uh, I'm not asking you to go into 10 minutes of it, but what, what were like the top two highlights of that for you? Yes. Yeah, so, so the biggest false belief that I have is that, uh, so, so here's a little backstory. The, the, the biggest fear that I have currently is, um, a year from now, I'll be the same place mentally and physically. Now, obviously, you know me, like, that's that's not true if we compared 2018 to 2017, right? I'm not the, at the same place, both physically and mentally. No, we're not. Uh, yes, but I, but I have this false belief saying to myself, Bob, you're not going to make any progress in the, in the next few years. Um, and that that belief itself is completely false right i know a trillion percent that from 2018 to 2019 i'm gonna be a completely different person as well right i'm gonna keep on improving i'm gonna keep on growing but there's these the, the, my false belief just it, it just seems so real does that make sense absolutely um and i mean it's it's it feels real because it's a belief and it's something that you know whether you can logically reason your way out of it for whatever reason it's held its place in your mind for some amount of time. And when you have any, when you have any type of belief that you hold for whatever length of time, it has a power over you. Um, so I think it's really important to name those because once you take time to name those, you can understand how you're thinking about it. And only by understanding how you think about it, by acknowledging it, then you have the opportunity to actually do something about it. Yeah, no, that that's true. Like, like that's definitely. I'm just gonna add a little bit more. Um, like, what are thoughts? Right? Thoughts are just words that you made up yourself. Right? Isn't that what pretty much your thoughts are? And now we're gonna break it down into the metaphysics. It's just electrons swirling around, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it it. I, I enjoy the challenge so far. Um, I, I'm I'm really pumped for the next thirty days. Um, and now, Bob, do you get a um? Do you get a highlight, kind of like a foreshadowing of what the next day or two is going to be about, or is it just, hey, boom, snap of the fingers, new day, new challenge? Here's your surprise. Yep, that's it. I had no today. I had a hard time figuring out where the challenge was because it's on like a, a weird interface. Um, so I, I spent like a few minutes looking for it, but it's boom every day. There's a new challenge. They don't tell you what's the, what's it's going to be. Uh, but they promise you that if you follow it, you're going to have, like, you're going to be able to, to build a funnel, right? You're going to be like able to, to, to do what they want you to do. Um, and going back to that mindset story, uh, I think a year ago, I always had this really big false belief that I was, I was too young to start anything, that I was too young to sell things, that I was too young to, to, to be a personal trainer, to, I was too young to do this, to that. And then I talked to you when we were eating lunch, right? And then you said That's to yourself... That's how all the conversations start with Nick is over a meal. 
Yep, it's over a meal. I think I mentioned this story a few times already on this on this podcast, but you just pointed to your mind, and then those false beliefs just completely disappeared. And and it goes to show how like just sharing your false beliefs to the world publicly, either to somebody you trust, to to a Facebook post, just putting it out there, just completely overshadows that false belief into real into you realizing that it doesn't really exist. It's not really true. Absolutely, it's a uh, every battle, every day is a um, it's a dangerous mental game. It's a mental game that you have to set out there to win. And so much, so much of what we do is just, um, is just a physical execution of the way we direct ourselves mentally. And, you know, at any day that every day is full of victories and defeats. And I think our goal is to start having more victories over time and less defeats. Wow. I really like that. Having more victories over defeats. And because, I mean, it's, it's not, nobody's perfect. And, I think so many people are afraid to start anywhere because they see themselves as a failure. And Bob, you and I talked about this idea of failing recently um, as failure as a teacher, as failure as something that, what if we actually invited failure into our lives in certain aspects to grow from? What if we went ahead and saw failure saying, okay, I'm crazy nervous for this thing coming up. Instead of boosting my ego with confidence, saying, you can do it, man. You got it. You got it. Let's get pumped up. What if you said, what would happen if I failed? And if I failed, how would I fail? So then that way, before you get on that stage, before you do whatever it is you're about to do, before you go you know, for that job interview, whatever it might be, if you already anticipate, if you fail, how you would fail. Man, you're having the reflection of that before you actually go forward with the failure because so many people say failure is a teacher, which I totally agree with. It totally is. But I also think that too many people wait for failure to happen so that they can have a teacher. And it's a fantastic opportunity to take the chance to reflect on what if I do fail? How can I correct for that? How can I anticipate the challenges? Um, And I do that a lot and I probably could do that a lot more. And I don't want to give the assumption that I don't fail. I fail all the time and I still anticipate and I still fail. Um, It doesn't make you perfect, but it just makes you alert and it makes you attuned to your environment and ready to keep growing, keep getting better. That, that is so true. Like last episode, I mentioned the, one of my failures, right? Uh, About the the $5,000 program that I invested into in the summer um, of last year. It just hit me that that was a failure that I had and I wasn't owning up to that failure. And because I wasn't owning up to that failure, all these negative thoughts were piling onto my mind. Does that make sense? So So are you saying by not naming it, by kind of kicking it under the rug that, hey, here's this thing kind of looming around, but I'm not naming it as a failure. So it almost had more power over you because of it. Yeah, and, and and because I wasn't naming that, because I wasn't naming um, the failure, I also wasn't learning from it. I wasn't allowing it to be a teacher to me. See, that's interesting because, I mean, our human physiology, the way we operate, it's based on a negative feedback system. We don't, you know, you're not s- sitting in, 
you know, for me, my perfect weather is nice 70, 70 degree weather, it's springtime, birds are chirping around, you've got a light, cool breeze flying around, the sun's on you, you're outside, four o'clock in the afternoon, it's absolute paradise with your friends. There's there's no feedback. Your body doesn't say like, oh man, we got to change something, we got to adjust. No, nah, man, like you are doing great. But it's when we have, you know, your seven degree upstate New York winters that you're dealing with. It's when you've got your other situations in your environment that throw you off your homeostasis. It's when you have these this negative feedback, this less than ideal situations that we typically are bound to adjust to. And that brings up a really um, interesting question, Bob, that I don't know the answer to. I don't know if um, if we truly need negative situations, if we truly need failure to get better or not to grow, um, I'm inclined to say yes. And I'm inclined to say that, you know, one, a failure for one person can be a success for another. And it's all about the connotation that we hold that within our mind. Um, you know, for one person, the way they look at a failure, um, a, a personal, something that they fail at, they may be very devastated and everything, but another person with a different kind of mindset might fail at something and say, Hey, what I did today is I got three steps closer than I was temporarily stopped. And, and both of the statements are very different from each other. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, I want to give that more thought, Bob, and think about if we truly need um, failure, if we truly need to hit a wall to a certain extent, if we need to um, be stopped to truly keep growing. I'm inclined to say yes, but I want to give that some more thought. Well, like, I mean, it, it goes with with the person's why as well, right? If if they're already happy with their lifestyle, if they're already content with everything, they have a great family life, they have a good balanced lifestyle, and they don't wanna they don't wanna keep on aiming for more. Then then I would say that they don't need to fail anymore because they already reached um, quote unquote success to them. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but here's here's another thing that's interesting is that, you know, is, and I guess it does depend on personal preference, but that can get pretty confusing pretty quick to uh, living in just bliss and ignorance is bliss. You know, it's hard to confuse, are you happy and content with your life where it's at um, because you truly absolutely are, or is it ignorance is bliss and you don't know it? Um, I really think for there to be fulfillment for there to be purpose growth needs to be associated with that yeah i, I think this that really just like uh got me a thought going so back in 2015 the first ever personal development course i took was with ty lopez and one of his courses i don't know who he talked about but i think it was charlie munger and Ch charlie munger is basically uh warren buffett's business partner uh, and they both made billions together in the, the investing industry and stuff like that. Um, but I think Charlie Munger said that if you're truly happy, then every morning when you wake up, you'll be dancing out of your bed. I think that that's a, that's a good indicator. Like, are you happy to wake up? Are you happy that it's Monday morning that you start another week? Or are you happy that it's, it's Friday and your entire week has been just completely uh, wasted? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it it does. Um, but there's, I don't, I, I like that, Bob. But I think of another thing too. I think of um, sometimes your why, sometimes your purpose. 
Um, sometimes it's about more than just being happy. Sometimes it's about, hey, this is today. We got some obstacles ahead of us. It's a little grueling. Um, when you think of happiness, it might not be comfortable. It might not be comfortable to continue to pursue your passion. Um, but, but feels- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a quick question, Nick. But yeah, like, please, Bob. So, so you said that they're, if they're aiming for their passion, could you say that last part again about what if they're, they're not happy or something? something yeah, like so, so I think... At least for, I'll talk about myself personally. There are some days for me that I've got my why, I've got my reason for being, I've got my life mission, and I'm going after it. There are some days where it doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't, it's not, um, when I think of comfortable bliss, kind of just whimsical happiness, um, in my mind, that goes along with the path of least resistance, just like water flowing down a river. There are a lot of days for me, um, where it doesn't always feel like that, where it, yes, I want to use my momentum to keep pushing myself, but there needs to be an impetus. There needs to be a drive. There needs to be a desire. And it doesn't always feel easy or just blissful. Yeah. I I think right now from what I'm hearing is that there's from our, our little debate right here is that there's this, there's two kinds of definitions right now that we're using for happiness. One definition for happiness is this blissful life where we don't care about anything. We just take drugs um, every day. We we don't go to work. We do all these amazing things. We go to Disneyland every day, even if we're broken, we're, we have a, a poor family life, right? That That's the blissful life. That's the ignorance is bliss, quote unquote. And then there's this other happiness where you're doing your passion every single day. You truly love your work of what you're doing you're truly doing things that you enjoy like like this podcast for example this is something i super enjoy it makes me happy that's my that's the definition of happy that i'm using that when you're aiming for your passion when you're doing things that support the why and that makes you happy i think that's the success that quote-unquote people are chasing for does that make sense yeah that makes total sense bob and after and thank you for that clarification because after that i mean we're we're saying the same thing, just talking a different dialect here. Cause you know, when I think of that, I, I use the word fulfillment. I use the word of what fulfills you, what fills you up, what is the attain the temper for me. Fulfillment is the progress towards a temporary attainment of achieving your why. Yeah. Yeah. And then every step of the way, as you're building along, you're still happy. You're still chasing after that. Why? absolutely yeah i think i think that it was pretty much dialect like tomato tomato potato potato but uh we got to the point um after all and and that's a great segue it's actually a little bit warm because i'm turning up the the heat on my car but let me turn on that all right but it's a great segue into last week i talked about that i wanted to start a mini podcast just a daily show every day because I really enjoyed doing it, right? And so far, every every single day, I've been doing like a 10-minute version podcast. And it's the greatest feeling when I'm recording it. And then right after. And this is coming from the man who is crazy nervous about how do I talk on Facebook for two minutes a row, in a row when I don't even know if anybody's listening or not in that moment. Well, and I mean, Bob, you were, you, were, you were shaking. You were um you're terrified of that and here to have you 
sound off with this confidence and not only confidence that you can do it, but hey, I enjoy this. I crave this. That's a pretty incredible transformation. You know what I just realized? I think I talked about this on the very first episode of uh, Manifest Mindset, but a year ago from now, I think it was January or something like that. I, so a five second Instagram story, I was pacing around for 40 minutes debating whether or not to, to talk for five seconds on an Instagram story that wasn't even live. It was a, a yep. pre-recorded thing. Yep. And now, wow, I grown, I grown a long way. I gone a long way. Wow. This, this, this is the point of reflecting, right? You realize the things your mind can't come up with. Absolutely. And it's, it's taking the time to, um, appreciate your trajectory, appreciate the way you're going, because just like, you know, you can't, when you spend every day, every moment with yourself, you don't always realize the growth, the changes that have occurred. But, you know, you go see that crazy aunt three times a year or once every two years and she tells you how much you've grown and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, it's important to have that perspective and see where you've come from and what you're what you're going through and what you're doing and acknowledging, hey, it might not feel like you've done a lot day to day. But when those small, intentional day-to-day actions add up, man, you're doing something pretty cool. Wow. That and is- I, think, I, think, I think for you, Bob, um, from what I've observed of you, a big part of your success has been consistency. You know, we show up, we do this every week. Uh, might be a couple of days different here and there, but we show up, we do it. You, these things that you have commitments for, you're consistently doing them. Yeah. I, I, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of power for people and anybody, myself included, about um, rituals, about things that you do, quote unquote, no matter what. Um, I think that, you know, not to be over too cheesy, but it absolutely builds character and it um, is intertwined with your identity. And I would encourage people anytime they're trying to um, go through a life change, change a habit, whatever it may be. Um, have one or two things in your life that you will do and pretty much no matter what. Yeah. Well, we're like a few thousand, I don't even know how many miles apart and we're still doing this. So uh, that, that's, that means this is something to me. Uh, to be honest, I thought like after a few weeks of us doing this, we would just stop. But no, we're, we're still here. We're, we're going for episode 1,000. I like it. And, and Bob, Bob, let me tap into that for a second. Um, so when we started this out, you know, you were pumped about the idea. I was pumped about the idea. What made you think? What part of it in your mind made you think that we were going to taper out? So with my experiences with other people, most of the time, um, after, so, so you know how there's this always high of one motivation and then slowly as time progresses down, um, it fades away. Like that motivation fades away. Right, the uh, the new the excitement of the newness um, yes. may not be as present anymore. Yeah, Th- that's what I feel like happens with me and with a lot of people around me. Um, but I think since you're you're different, right? You you keep that. You mentioned it before. You're always one hundred and ten percent. You always try to keep your back against the wall, and then you're always pushing forward. So every step you take forward, the wall comes to your back again, and then every day and- you're going forward. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, it's a work in progress. I'm not going to pretend that, you know, I've, I've gotten this down and I'm a robot, I'm a drill sergeant and I'm on that. Like I'm perfect all the time. Um, that's what I strive to be, Bob. And it's where I falter, but that's, 
um, when I do falter, I reflect on that. And that's where I keep going back to. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing that up is because um, that nature of yours is kind of rubbing off on me. Right. So, so there's the, the quote that I bring up so often. You're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, but by Jim Rohn. Um, and every, every week I spend an hour with you, Nick, you, you, like, like it or not, we, we spend an hour. <laughs> uh, um, and, and your tenacity to keep pushing forward, to always go at, at a hundred percent is, is kind of rubbing off on me. And, and that's the reason I think I'm still on this peak high of doing this podcast and i'm so motivated to to do it every week and, and the, the whole reason why i like it like doing it does that make sense i appreciate that bob um, that means the world hearing that from you and i think it's i think it's a great encouragement um for our listeners too not that we are necessarily saying that you know i want my listeners to be more like nick or i want my listeners to be more like bob we're each our own individual person and people but i think how bob was saying that the we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Um, we're not as separate as we think we are. And there's so much connection. There's so much sharing of ideas um, that happens between people. And I would highly, highly encourage you to, even if you don't necessarily like the people around you, even if you don't necessarily like enjoy them in terms of like, Hey, this is comfortable. I would really encourage everybody to challenge themselves to be with people that are going after something to say, Hey, I see that I see somebody over there that they've got something and I like it. They got something going for them and I like what they're doing instead of just, you know, acknowledging that and moving on with your life. Even if you have nothing to relate to them about, have the courage, talk to them and say, Hey, this is my name. This is who I am. I'm curious about you. You caught my eye. Can I, can I learn something from you? And just, I think taking the time to meet people and meet more people and the more people do that, the quicker and sooner they'll find out like, Hey, is this somebody I want to hang with or not? Um, so I, I, I totally believe in that, that, you know, we, we are extremely interrelated that we have a ton to learn from other people that there are certain subconscious tendencies that rub off on us um, for better or for worse. And if it's going to happen either way, we might as well try and make it the best it can. Hundred um, percent. And another thing that I also want to talk about, since we're here, so today I was listening to a podcast um, again with Russell Brunson, but this time Sean Stevenson, I think that's his name. I, I, I don't know if I'm talk, saying his name correctly or not, but but basically he talked about how the views or the follow counts. If you change your perspective on how you see them your life will be different when you're producing content. So right now for this podcast, we have on average 30 people or, or 30 plays per episode, which mean which means 30 people or 20 something people pressed play um, one to, to one to three times per episode. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so 30 people, that's, that's not a lot of people. If you think about it, um, in the widespread of the world, right? There's 7 billion people. In terms of podcast, the podcast popularity, it's yeah, not and, the and, most booming right now. Yeah, and most likely people, I, I don't want to assume, but most people don't don't listen to the entire pod, uh, 40 to whatever how long our podcasts um, are. But what Sean Stevenson was talking about was how if you 
instead of saying to yourself, oh my God, only 30 people press play on my podcast. That's so little. Why am, why aren't I getting like a thousand or 10,000 people listening every day? What's, what's wrong with me? Instead of thinking like that, think of it like 30 people just died on a, on an airplane crash. What do you say to yourself? Oh my God, only 30 people died on a plane crash. Why didn't more people die? You wouldn't say that, right? I definitely wouldn't. Exactly. So you would treat, why don't you treat the, those dirty people like they're they're people that you can actually help does that make sense so like the, those dirty people are, are actually coming to you and if you change that perspective of, of oh these people uh like on the news you would see 30 people who died on a, on a plane crash that's a lot of people right you wouldn't wish for more people you would wish for less people to die right um but that's the same principle with people viewing your content is that am i making sense yeah yeah it's it's the whole idea and you are bob about the idea of being grateful and appreciative of who's taking the time out of our i mean all of us are incredibly incredibly busy and um it's extremely motivating and appreciative for people taking the time out of their busy day to um give this thing a play and to say that hey this is something that you know for whether it's five minutes whether it's 40 minutes, whether it's one time, once every single week, whether it's only one time ever, they're taking the time out of their lives to say, Hey, I'm interested in this thing. Yeah. And ab absolutely. And it's, um, yeah, it's not about, okay, I'm at 30, I'm at 50, I'm at 80, I'm at 10,000. How can I get more? It's about sweet. Those people that have taken the time to give of their time, time being one of the most valuable resources. How can we help them out? How can we um, be of their service? Because ultimately, you know, we're doing this, Bob, because we have fun, because it's we enjoy it, because we enjoy thinking about these things. But we also enjoy sharing it. We also enjoy challenging ourselves and challenging other people to rise to the occasion in their own lives. And if we can do that for the 30-plus people who are listening then that's a fantastic opportunity and responsibility. Yeah. And then uh, another way to, to add on to that, another way to think about that too, is like if one person listens to one episode a year from now, and that one person listens to an entire episode and it changes their life in a better way. That's what would that, what would that mean? That's a victory. Absolutely. That's a victory, right? That, that is what everybody's striving for to make a, to make a difference in somebody else's life. And, and just view, worrying about the view count or whatever or likes it, it is ridiculous because if 10 people like your post, one of those 10 people can, can read your post, have a big shift in their paradigm and have a much better life because of the post you wrote. Absolutely. So, and Bob, I mean, you, you keep going back to many memories with us and you talk about that one lunch we were having where I just, I point to my head, um, you know, to, and we know each other well, so you understand my, um, nonverbal cues extremely well, but and the nuances of them. But that little thing, that five second gesture, that changed your life. And you know, maybe I'm being a bit dramatic when I say that. No, but actually, it, yes, you're right. It did change my life. And so we never. Um, this is something that I value a lot, and that I know that. Um, and a, a great lesson for our listeners that they probably already know a lot of. But as we go throughout our day, as we are who we are, 
we have no idea. We cannot predict. We cannot control. We have no clue how our actions will affect other people. We can have a general idea of like, oh, sweet, is it positive or negative? Will they be inspired or pissed off? Um, and we can we can know more than that. But we truly have no idea the significance that we can play in each other's lives and at what moment somebody in the room because we've all got battles going through man we all have stuff going on in our lives some of it we share to certain people um some of it we share to the world some of it um certain people probably don't share at all so going day to day we don't know what battle somebody's going through and we don't know what message they need to hear so I think we need to keep living out our lives and sharing it, not for the sake of, like you said, like publicity, but for the opportunity to lift people up when they most need it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. I mean, if we, if you think about it, I think this is episode 21. We're in the twenties now, but um, we've been pretty much hashing the same thing for 20 different episodes. It's <laughs> growth mindset. You're the average of five people uh, you spend the most time with. You contribute, you provide value, uh, have positivity, all those things, right? We right. Just have to over and over. Chase after your passions, be inspirational, go after your dreams, what's your why, all, all that great stuff, the, the foundations of really the human experience. The, what separates humans from other animals is our ability to critically think and assess our situations, not so much in terms of fight or flight survival, but to really question, have a depth of self-awareness and understand who we are on this planet, who we are in relation to each other and what to make of that whole experience. Um, and so to be able to share that with others, it's, and to tap into, because I think a lot of what you and I are trying to do, Bob, is tap into the mindset tap into how we go about what we go about how we do what we do and why and how we can harness that so that everything that does start from the mind because it truly does um and understand that the best we can to fuel us going forward yeah that that is 100 percent. all right do you want to go over the things that we talked about last week i love it let's go over that then let's make a game plan for next week all right. So last week so we talked about everybody. Five hundred dollars on the line. Game show. Yep. Boom, boom. Do you still have that? Uh, do you have that check on you? Now I'll be honest with you, Bob. It's not in California because I wanted to keep it safe and everything from you and to not travel with it. But it is in New York. It's locked up in a safe, and it is still metaphorically on the line every week. Uh, look at that. Um, but I think last week we talked about doing a short outline for chapter three of the book. Yep, we um, nailed that. We nailed that out of the park. <laughs> fun, fun time. Uh, it was very productive, um, concise, but yeah, great job. Two good minds coming together again. It's that it's that little steps, but consistent little steps. Um, and then the, the second thing was for me to just post a podcast live or, or post a live video and then put it as a podcast episode. And I did it right for I'm on episode 11 right now. And the, the the podcast name is called Gains Therapy Express. Um, <laughs> I like it. That's like a sounds like a coffee drink or something. It, it sounds like a train. So so my original intro was going to be Choo Choo. This is the Gains Therapy Express. 
but then I realized uh, it, it wasn't the most appropriate. Um, so I've done that. And it, like I said before, like in the beginning of this podcast, I love doing it. It's great. Um, it, it also serves as a great tool for accountability. And it also serves as like a diary just to reflect, um, which is a great thing. Uh, hey, uh, putting yourself on the stage of vulnerability, putting yourself out to the public but getting a chance to listen through previous episodes to reflect upon, hey, when I started this, where was I at that time in my life? Um, and it's probably a little bit embarrassing, but also pretty cool to look back on yourself, where you were, and all the growth you've made and will continue to make. Definitely. Uh, and another thing that I also want to touch upon, um, I think a few episodes back, we talked about f- fear. And we talked about how um, I would say no for the other person myself. Yeah. And then you, you said a challenge for me was, was to ask five people out. Or, and then in another episode, you said it doesn't have to be five people. Just, you just have to ask people out right? Yep. by the end, end of January. So, so I did it. I, I, did, I asked two people. Um, and none of them worked out. But I think okay. that's, that's what I'm going to do is, is just, just two people. I because like I, I feel like five is, is too many, but um, two people and one one person stopped responding. The other person said just said no, um, and so so t- tell me more about that, Bob, because I don't want to just brush over that because there that was something that you were you were thinking about and um, trying to pursue that mentality for a while and breaking through that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I want to talk about experience. Yeah, so so I want to talk a little bit about that just for. A, quick five minutes before we go um so t- today's episode for the one funnel way challenge was was lifting was reaching was, was telling your your limiting your limiting beliefs or your false beliefs for business right um one of the biggest limiting beliefs for me personally um is and, and i want to i don't want to get into race or anything because this is a, a friendly podcast um but, but also biggest, feel, feel free to talk about your life too and how that is about your identity and who you are as well. Yeah. Uh, so, so one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, limiting beliefs for me is that um, white, white females don't like Asian males. Okay. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really big limiting belief uh, because that's, I, I really don't want to get into race, but um, Asians, uh, or my family at least, holds white people or, or Caucasian people on, on a pedestal. Um, and yeah, that, that's where I'm going to get with that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say, Nick. I, I wasn't even planning on saying that during this podcast, but since we were talking about false police. It was your honest feelings, your expression of... Um what's going on and you know whether it was the absolute best time to mention it or not that's kind of irrelevant um one because you already did no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> but it was it was what was going on in your mind and it was truly a limiting belief and that's a great example bob where it's not about how ridiculous or not ridiculous or how you think other people will per- perceive it it's about putting out your true feelings in a respectful caring way in public and being vulnerable through that. Yeah. I'm actually super scared because I never, one, I never mentioned that too. It, it, it's a, it's a secret. I, I don't like to talk about. Um, well, 
secret anymore, big guy. <laughs> to the 30 people listening, or whatever people, or a thousand people listening, a hundred years from now. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I want I want to bring that the belief up because one maybe I could break it down and, and say to myself, "Yep, that that's not true, Bob. That's not the reality." Because if I don't like I said before with, with my other beliefs, if I don't bring it out, it's always going to be pestering in my mind and it's going to eventually consume me until that's what solely I believe, what, what solely I will believe. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so, so I said it. <laughs> hey, and and I, I can even tell the way that you're talking about it. You're uncertain about yourself right now, but it lifted a weight off your shoulders, which I'm glad it did. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting what what being vulnerable and and talking about your limiting beliefs can do. Right, and it's it's tough too. I don't want to pretend like it's it's easy to do because I think when people tend to be vulnerable, all of a sudden, and I can hear in your voice, I can hear you metaphorically kind of glancing around the room. Um, <laughs> you want to look around the room to say like, "Oh shit, I said that." Um, what are other people thinking? Like, what can I tell about them from their eye movement about? And their facial expressions about what they think about me, and you. You know, you know the best part, Nick. What's that? That it's that nobody actually cares. That's the that's the best part. Tell me more, Bob. Like, you can have these beliefs, all these things, um, and in reality, everybody else has the same limiting belief, like as as similar beliefs that are all limiting, right? They're all thinking about their own self. They're all thinking about their own belief and all those things. At least as significant. I'm sorry? Yeah, and that, and that their limiting beliefs, while they may be very different than yours or mine, they're at least as significant as significant to them. Yeah, that that is definitely true. Um, so it was a good experience. Thank you for, for challenging me with, uh, with that, Nick. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Bob. Any time for you, and I hope you've. Uh, I can tell you have, but I hope you have grown from that experience. Yeah, I, I definitely have. Actually, just in the in this short five minute period, I've grown uh, just tremendously. Actually, to be honest, um, but I also want to talk about next week's goal for me personally. I just want to every day spend two hours doing the one funnel way challenge, whatever they lay out. I just want to do for two hours. Two hours. That's a big time commitment, my friend. Well, you're right. That is. But if you want to have stuff, things to happen, you got to put in the work. All right. Two hours every day this next week. And yep. that's, hey, you're asking my accountability for it. You got it, my friend. Well, well, it's two hours. If I finish before the two hours, then that, that counts as the two hours. But yes. Okay. Um, okay. Good. I, and I, I like that clarification. I would recommend that um there's no need kind of hitting your head against the wall for an extra 30 minutes if you don't need to yep that's true is, is there anything else you want to talk about nick before we uh head out you know bob i think this was a great episode as always we had a killer game plan which is um you send me the invite i accept and that's all we know so i think it turned out fantastic um it's always been fantastic talking to you exploring the inner workings of our mind um and getting to getting to really take the time where when we're in this moment nothing else matters we put down the other parts of our personal lives and it's truly a a mutual sharing a 
time for reflection, a time for growth, and a time to challenge ourselves and challenge each other. And I mean, I think it goes without saying, but more people need something like this in their lives. It doesn't need to be a podcast. It doesn't need to be necessarily as vulnerable as this is. It doesn't need to be as public. It doesn't need, it can even be uh, more public. It doesn't really matter. I just think it's incredibly important for people to engage in a similar type of conversation. That is so true. Also, as also part of the uh, the accountability, you want to also do section two, chapter one. Uh, section just outline. Two That's the next chapter in store. Let's make it happen, Bob Chang. All right. That's it for today's Manifest Mindset. It was a great episode. We'll see you next week.